insightful podcasts by informative hosts. Insights into Things, a podcast network. Welcome to Insights into Teens, a podcast series exploring the issues and challenges of today's youth. Your hosts are Joseph and Madison Whalen, a father and daughter team making their way through the challenges of the teenage years. There is no love like a mother's love. No stronger bond on earth, like the precious bond that comes from God to a mother when she gives birth. A mother's love is forever strong, never changing for all time. And when her children need her most, a mother's love will shine. God bless these special mothers. God bless them everyone for all the tears and hearts and for the special work they've done. When her days on earth are over, a mother's love lives on through many generations with God's blessings on each one. Be thankful for our mothers, for they love with a higher love. From the power of God has given and the strength from up above. Welcome to Insights into Teens. This is episode 15, our Mother's Day special. I'm your host, Joseph Whalen, and my lovely and beautiful co-host, Madison. Hi, everyone. How are you doing today, Maddie? Pretty good. So we have a special uh, podcast today. Um, This is Mother's Day weekend. Yep. Um, Mommy is not with us right now. She is actually uh, out at an event. Yep. So it gave us a little bit of time to put together the podcast and uh, a little tribute for her. Yep. So we'll do what we usually do. We will run down our agenda and then get right into it. So we're going to look at what Mother's Day is. Um, Then we will talk about some interesting facts uh, related to Mother's Day. We will look at our reasons to celebrate Mother's Day. And we have 50 reasons why mom is so special. Yep. And why we're celebrating her. And then we have uh, a little segment regarding how we as a family celebrate Mother's Day. And then we will do our closing remarks and our shout outs. So, are we ready? Why not? All right. Love the attitude. Let's get into it. <laughs> So in trying to get a definition of what Mother's Day is, there were a lot of different takes that were out there on it. And the one that I think summed it up the best was from a site called timeanddate.com. And they say, Mother's Day in the United States is annually held on the second Sunday of May. It celebrates motherhood and it is a time to appreciate mothers and mother figures. Many people give gifts, cards, flowers, candy, 
a meal in a restaurant, or other treats to their mother and mother figures, including grandmothers, great-grandmothers, stepmothers, and foster mothers. So Mother's Day is a chance to celebrate not only your mom, but any motherly figure. Um, and that's kind of what the, you know, how we're going to be working off of the premise of that is. So are we all set with that? Yep, I definitely have a clear definition of Mother's Day now. Okay, so so there. Let, let's talk briefly about that. So what motherly figures are in your life that we would celebrate? Well, mainly mommy. Sure. Well, we have our extended family, but unfortunately we're not able to see them like very often. So we mainly just celebrate mommy. So who else would, would you see as a motherly figure in your life? Um, I would definitely see Aunt Chris as being one of our motherly figures. Absolutely. Along with Jima. Absolutely. And um, pretty much all of the women in my extended family who are mothers. And they all sort of, you know, seem to pull together. They all have that motherly instinct that core caring um, and, you know, just that, that loving nature, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, that's good to know. So our interesting facts about Mother's Day come from townandcountrymag.com. Um, and these are just some sort of uh, Mother's Day related statistics and I wanted to get your thoughts on it. So the first one is that more calls are made on Mother's Day than any other day of the year. Approximately 122 million calls are made on the second Sunday of May. What do you think of that? Well, I think that's quite amazing seeing how many people who call call just to like say Hello to any motherly fig- figure and wish them a happy Mother's Day. I just think, like, they're trying to be sweet, and even if they probably weren't too close with them at the time, they would still be caring enough to go make a call with them, say Happy Mother's Day, and tell them they, they love them. And I think you're absolutely right. And it's impo- it's it's important, even if you can't, find the time because of distance or scheduling or whatever to be with your mom, I think that phone call and that acknowledgement is very important. The next thing that they have is Mother's Day is the third highest selling holiday for flowers and plants after Christmas and Hanukkah. More people buy flowers and plants for their moms on Mother's Day than any other holiday. Approximately one quarter of the flowers purchased throughout the year bought for Mother's Day. That's a lot of flowers. Yep. What do you think about that? I just think that um, I can definitely see why people would buy flowers because, well, of course, celebrating for mothers. I'm pretty sure people go to flowers just to celebrate the beauty and all the good health gone that mothers have given us and that the mothers are filled of. I also think it's quite amazing to see how so many people have the same idea of buying flowers for any motherly figure they know. 
it was very symbolic of of the fertility of motherhood and the the beauty of of motherhood mm-hmm. and and things like that. I would definitely agree. So Mother's Day in the United States is fairly recent. It it was sort of started late in the 1800s, but didn't really pick up steam until the the 20th century. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mother's Day itself is actually one of the earliest celebrations. Um, the earliest Mother's Day was actually an ancient Greek celebration. Really? Uh, the Greek would have a spring celebration to honor Rhea, the goddess of fertility, motherhood, and generation. Did you realize it went back that far? Nope, I never did. Yeah, and that was the origins of Mother's Day. Mm, that's pretty cool. Mother's Day is also the busiest day of the year for restaurants, which we just encountered trying to set up reservations the day before Mother's Day, and they were out of reservations. Yeah. According to the National Restaurant Association, in 2018, about 87 million adults made plans to go to a restaurant for Mother's Day. Um, Traditionally, we don't. Uh, Traditionally, we avoid trying to go out on Mother's Day for this very reason, as a matter of fact. Um, Usually what we'll do is, is... observe a Mother's Day dinner sometime the weekend before or the weekend after. Mm-hmm. As of 2014, there were 43.5 million moms in the United States. These women are between age 15 and 50 and have collectively mothered 95.8 million children. Wow. Wow. So you look at that on average, each of the 43 million mothers has, has on average, had more than two children. Mm. So just to put perspective into what we're talking about here. The moniker mom comes from babies. The first thing a baby can vocalize is the ma sound, the M-A sound. Which is why in almost every language, the word for mother begins with the letter M or some iteration of the ma sound. Did you know that? Nope, I did not know that. I always thought it was easier for babies to say dada because, well, after drinking their bottles, like you said before, it's easier to say dada and the, my first word was actually dada. Yes, it was, but we're not going to talk about that today because yep. that, that would be bad. Yeah, but um, I can definitely see that. Yeah. So in 2018, over $23 billion was spent on Mother's Day. On average, shoppers spend $180 on gifts for their mothers. A nationwide total of $4.6 billion was spent on jewelry and $4.4 billion on dinners or brunches. That is a lot of money that's spent on Mother's Day. Wow. Um, and it's it's interesting because Mother's Day is often referred to as a Hallmark holiday by a lot of people. Um, but clearly, it's more than just a Hallmark holiday when we're talking those numbers. However, the most popular gift for Mother's Day is the greeting card. Every Mother's Day, there are approximately 152 million Mother's Day cards sent. 
That's a lot of Mother's Day cards. That's a lot of trees that are sacrificed for yeah. our mothers. Um, do you do Mother's Day cards? Well, I remember I used to always do a card. Like, I would normally fold a card, think of something to say, and always include a little cartoon in it. I mean, um, I'm not really in that stage anymore, but if it comes down to it, I will. Yeah, and you, you know, I think Mommy treasures a lot of the Mother's Day cards that you've made her in the past. Yeah, especially the ones when I was younger. Absolutely. And really trying my best. And, and I think they're, they're probably the most precious ones that she's gotten. Yep. I have to agree. So reasons to celebrate Mother's Day. So this comes from a collection of different sites, but the main site that I pulled these from came from uh, mineunentitledlife.com. And all of our links are available in the credits after the podcast as well. So there's 50 reasons that we have here, and I want to sort of throw these at you and see if they apply and get your thoughts on them. Okay. So, and they're in no particular order. I'll say that now. Okay. So reason number one is she gives arguably the best hugs in the world. <laughs> is that true about your mom? Well, let's just say I haven't been hugged by anyone other than some of my closest friends, you or mommy. So you don't have a large pool to... But I will agree she does give good hugs, even though sometimes they can be mugging. Okay. Uh, Item number two is she changed your diapers before you were potty trained. Now, I really don't remember that, but I'm pretty sure you would, and you would t- tend to agree. And I and I do tend to agree, and it was very important, especially those 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, times when you had to be fed and changed. Yep. Uh, let's see. Number three is she gave you all of her good looks. That is not the case. That is largely the case. How? Uh, well, you have her nose. Right? Yeah, and? And you have her... Mouth. Mouth. Which is not exactly a good thing, but... Oh, I, I think that's fine. Yeah. I mean, you've got the, the braces to cope with, uh, which you certainly didn't get the crooked teeth from Daddy, but... Yeah. But I, I think for the most part, both of you are exceptionally beautiful, and I think you share her good looks. Thank you. Uh, number four... She believes in everything you set your mind out to do. She's very supportive, is she not? Well, she is definitely supportive, even though she does try to get me to do things once in a while. That. Well, she tries to get you to do things that you've not done. Yep. Um, the ab- ability to experience new things, I think, is crucial in the growth of an individual. Yep. And I think I do that probably more than she does. Mm-hmm. She can always make you laugh. True or false? Um, true in some cases. Okay. I mean, well, cool. like I said, you're the funny one. She's the kind one. Right. Okay. It's kind of hard to say. I mean, she does make me laugh. She's just not the... She just doesn't have... She doesn't As, have the repertoire of dad jokes I have. Yeah, sure. 
go with that. Sure, we'll go with that. Uh, she'll most likely tell you when she thinks you're making a bad decision. I will definitely agree with that. She will definitely make sure I understand the good and bad qualities of any decision I would make. Good. So number seven here is sort of an ongoing thing considering your age. She dealt or it deals with you during your teenage angsty years. So, yeah. Yeah. So mommy does deal with you during these times. And she helps you through them. Yeah, I have to say, having to put up with a moody preteen is definitely something I'm pretty sure at my age right now I probably wouldn't be able to do. Yeah. It's tough, and I think Mommy does a fantastic job of of enduring that and helping you get through it. Yep, she's definitely not one of those bad parents who, like, gets really angry and would come close to hurting me. But. Right. Number eight, she is an amazing role model, te- teaching you right from wrong at an early age. True. True. Yeah, she That's is. Certainly is. Definitely true. Uh, number nine, she's a mentor, helping you achieve your goals in life and rooting for you to succeed. Yep, that definitely sounds like her. Yep, mommy has always got your back. She's always encouraging you, and she's always trying to support you in the things that you do. Oh, that leaves us with number 10. She taught you how to be strong and brave, even when you're in a scary situation and have your doubts. Yep, that sounds like her as well. Yeah, she's pretty good at that. Yep. You know, she's she's good at the pep talks. She's good at breaking things down for you so that it's a lot easier to handle. Yep. She kissed all your boo-boos better. (laughs) Sorry. Or she got, you know, your boo-boo spidey to try and, you know, ice your bumps and bruises. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't go off for that when at my age now. No. I mean, def- she definitely helped me with all of the bruises and cuts I got as a kid. Well, a younger kid. Well, the other thing on this particular case is mommy's also the designated responsible adult for doling out medicine. Daddy tries not to dole out any medicine. Yeah. Because I'm terrified that I'm going to read the bottle wrong or do it the wrong way. So mommy's always a trooper there. Yep, she's definitely taking care of all my illnesses and cuts and scratches and stuff. Yep. Uh, Let's see. Number 12, she worked hard to make sure you had everything you ever needed. I agree. Yeah, she does. She works very hard to help you out. Yep. Thirteen. Let's see. She always made sure there was food on the table, whether she cooked or deferred to takeout like we're doing tonight. Yep. Uh, Yes, Mommy is a master chef of the 15-minute meal. Yeah, and I hope if, like, when I start getting home earlier, she might be able to help me, to teach me how to cook meals, and I might actually be able to 
give her a break for once and cook meals for you guys since I get home earlier. That would be fantastic. I'm sure she'd love that. Yeah, just I don't really know how to cook yet. Well, and you guys were cooking together when we were getting the, the HelloFresh boxes for a while. Unfortunately, we don't get those anymore. Well, no, but that doesn't mean we can't get them in the future. Yeah. So, but Hopefully that will help. I think that was great. I think that was a great time for the two of you. Oh, okay, this one, not so much. Number 14, she made sure you kept your room clean growing up. Honestly, she didn't even care. Um, well, I think the problem was less her caring and more your Laziness. willingness to clean your room. Uh, I don't think a fire hose could keep your room clean. I Although, mean, since you moved to the new room, you've been much better. Yep, I've actually been... Quite paranoid. Even when my room seems slightly clean, I'm always like, It's messy! Clean it! There's yes. something like that. Well, good, because we couldn't even walk in your old room. Yeah. Now you're perfectly able to even sit in a chair or something. Uh, as long as the cat's not in there, right? Unfortunately, she's in there most of the time, but I'm, unless Mommy is like sitting in her place and Dorian always comes up and lays on her, yeah. Right. That brings us to 15. Uh, she always kept a secret if you asked her too nicely. Do you, do you confide in mommy a lot when it comes to secrets or personal stuff? Um, probably when I was younger. Probably not now. I don't really have any big secrets I keep from either of you. Well, that's good. Secrets are tough because, you know... You have to you have to keep a lot of secrets to keep secrets, and the more secrets you keep, the harder it is. Yep. But she does, you know. If you talk to mommy in confidence, I'm sure she'll keep it between the two of you until you're ready to let me know or let someone else know. Yep. Number sixteen. She made sure there was a packed lunch or lunch money in your hand on the way out the door to school. That is definitely true. Occasionally, if I really, if I'm not quite done and I still need to do stuff, she always makes sure I have a packed lunch. And if on occasion I'm actually up and act and I'm able to get my own lunch, I do. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty good. She definitely doesn't let you go hungry when you go to school. Yep. Uh, number 16, she made sure, oh, no, sorry, I did that one already. Number 17, she encouraged you to try new things, like whether you want it to or not. Exactly. Uh, and again, trying new things, I think, is important to learning experience in life. Yep. Number 18, uh, she was most likely both your first and current longest standing best friend. Do you consider mommy your best friend? Well, I would consider her someone I would always want to talk to. She's definitely entertaining. I mean, now at my age, I don't really... Yeah, at your, at your terribly advanced <laughs> age of 12. I oh, know. my God. I kind of keep to myself now, but I would always want to... I still consider her a, a friend and a best... Well, and a best friend. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'll tell you, my mother was my best friend until the day she died. So, there's nothing wrong with that. Now, if my friends are watching this, that I don't want them to get jealous. 
I'm pretty sure your mom would also be someone you would consider a friend as well. Sure. Well, they can all consider your mom their friend, too, if they want, so they don't get jealous. Yeah, true point. <laughs> Mommy's very friendly like that. Yep. Like she said, like I, like I said before, she's kind. She motivates you to be the best version of yourself. Is that true? Yep. Yes, she is. She does. <laughs> we're, um, just, we're just messing our words up right and left. Yeah, well, that's what happens. Yep. Number 20, she showed you what love really means. Yeah. Really? That's it? That's all I'm going to get out of sure, here? Sure, yeah. yeah uh, yes. Okay, okay, yes. There. Better? I need to have a little, I want to know what love is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not again. 21, she tucked you into bed every night. Yep. She did. Not only did she tuck you into bed. She would sing to you or read to you or, you know, do your hair, various things. Mommy was always there to make sure that you were taken care of. Even on nights, even now, Mommy still makes sure you, you get hugs and kisses when you go to bed. Yep. And if she's out doing something, you know, when you go to bed, she always makes sure she comes home whether you're asleep or not and you still get your kiss goodnight from Mommy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very important. Uh, let's see. 22. She always took care of you when you were sick. Now, I can relate to this because, one, she would always take off of work for me if I'm sick and I couldn't go to school and it yeah. was on a weekday. She would always take off. I have to appreciate her for that. I also want to say she definitely tried her best to, even though she, of course, kept her boundaries, she always made sure I was feeling okay. And, Yeah. Yeah, she was always good at this. I was not very good at this side of things. Because, I, I, you know, when I'm sick, I just want to be left alone and lay in bed. So I, I mean, don't have a very, I mean, uh, the, only, the only word that I can use is motherly instinct when it comes to caring for a sick child. I mean, now I do kind of care for myself if I'm sick. But if I ever do need anything, she's there. When was the last time you were sick and mommy took care of you? Um, it was, I'm pretty sure it was during the school year. Um, and was it just a cold or was it flu? How sick were you? Well, I think it was on the weekend and um, I was quite stuffily. Mama would always check my temperature, give me medicine, yeah. other stuff like that. Yeah. Again, the responsible adult with the medicine. Yep. Number 23. She always gave helpful reminders to bring an umbrella or extra layers with you when you went out. Yep, I can relate to the extra layers part because she would always, like, even now, even though it's getting warmer, she would always tell me, make sure to take a hoodie in case if it's cold. And I remember, like, during the winter when I wanted to just wear a hoodie and I didn't want to wear my big, thick coat, she said, take your big, thick coat with you. And she was right. Yeah. One time when I had to go to the bathroom before I went outside, I was like, I had my big coat with me but just a hoodie, and I'm like, okay, not taking that, got to go. And then after I went outside, I was freezing the entire time, so. Amazing how often she's right, isn't it? Yep. Number 24. 
She was never afraid to embarrass you in public. That's what moms do best. Yep, that definitely sounds a bit like her. Uh, 25, she found a way to be relatable even if she had no clue what she was talking about. I can definitely say she can do that. Well. Yeah, and well, and as a parent, one of the things that we as parents try to do, both mothers and fathers, is relate to you with our own experiences. So even if our experiences aren't identical to yours, we try to draw on those experiences to try to give you advice and guide you and help you make decisions. Mm -hmm. uh, 26, she always helped you work through the mistakes you made. Yep. I wow. can definitely agree. Thanks for going into the detail on that. Oh, answer. my God. 27. She never hesitated to put you in your place. And. You know what that means? Nope. So if you were wrong or you did something bad, she never hesitates to call you out on the carpet on it and make you apologize or correct whatever it is that you went wrong. Yep. That definitely sounds like her. Fortunately, we don't have to do that very often. Yep. But occasionally we do. Yep. Uh, 28. She definitely has seen you at your highest highs and your lowest lows and stuck with you through it all. Yep, I can definitely relate to that. I mean, having mood swings now um, and also getting good grades, she's definitely helped push me through and she pushed through it as well. So is there a specific uh, incident that you can recall? Um, uh, how about when I, well, this one time we were going to, um, I don't know what it was, the shore or something. Right. And I was feeling particularly mooding, saying I didn't want to go and I felt weird and I didn't know how to feel. Eventually, after my anger rush started, I started crying. But then Mommy helped me through, and eventually I enjoyed the day. Well, there you go. That's a good example. 29, uh, she encouraged you to pursue your dreams. Yep, she definitely does that. I remember talking to her, saying how I don't even know what I'm going to be when I grow up. And she just told me that I can really, at my stage in life, I can become whatever I wanted, and that she would support me no matter what. Amen to that. Uh, let's see. 30, she stood up for you when you didn't have the courage or confidence to. Yep, I can definitely say she can do that. I mean, I can be a bit shy, even though I'm on the internet and I can talk about things that happen in my life now. So, so. so she did that today, as a matter of fact. We were at the Renaissance Fair. You were too shy to go up and put a donation into the bin there and get a little little chit that they were giving out. Yep. And she went up and she did it for you. Yep. Uh, 31, she taught you all the family traditions that have passed down through the generations. Yep, we actually use those celebrations. We do. In fact, we just did for Passover. Yep. And uh, we have our own Haggadah that Mommy actually compiled herself yep which is a great tradition and we generally host some of those holidays here and we we whenever possible bring the extended family in yep. uh, 
32. She has a contagious smile that never fails to put a smile on your face. Well, she definitely has a contagious smile, but unless I have a really bad day, I don't really smile. I mean, that's understandable for my age now. So you're a miserable little 12-year-old. I'm not a miserable little 12-year-old. I just have bad days. Uh-huh. You know, you'd, you'd be surprised to know you smile a lot more than you think you do. I definitely can tell. I really don't do that too much in school. Well, not maybe not in school, but Mommy's not there for you to catch the smile bug. I guess. And Mommy is always smiling. Yep. Unless she had a bad day. That's true. Then she's and then she can joke about it, though. That's the important thing. Yep. 33, she showed you that it's okay to laugh at yourself and be silly. Yep. So. Definitely. She does love to laugh. Yep. 34, she is one of the most patient people you know. Yep, I would definitely say she is quite patient. Yes, she is. She's certainly patient with me, I can tell you that. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, 35, she taught you how to have an impeccable work ethic. And I think this comes through uh, with your homework more than anything. You know, she makes sure that you address your homework first before you do anything. She makes sure that you do it correctly. You don't just breeze through it. And she makes sure I study. And she makes sure you study. So, absolutely. Number 36, she has helped you finish your school project when you waited until the absolute last minute to do it. I can relate to that. Yes. And then she tried to instill that good work ethic in you after you've made that mistake. Yeah. She still gets overly excited about everything that you do. Um, like when you write your comics and you bring your comics down to show her. She still gets very excited to see that creative side of you come out. Yep, I can definitely say that. Yep. Uh, 38, she's always honest with you, sometimes overly honest. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think honesty is is important. Um, it will be important moving as you move through various stages in your life. Um, and you don't want someone who's just going to tell you what you want to hear because that's not constructive. Yeah. 39, she talked about the hard topics that no one else wanted to approach. Like, for instance, this last year, when you were going through certain stages of puberty, and she was there to answer questions and to help guide you through it. Yeah, I mean, the school nurse does that too, but I think it would be better for me to talk to her instead of the school nurse. Probably. I think you'll get a far more sympathetic ear talking to mommy. Yep. She always forgave you when you messed up a little bit. Mommy is a pretty forgiving person. Yep. She sure is. Lord knows she forgives daddy a lot. Yeah. 41. She taught you how to forgive and forget. Mm-hmm. So you're a forgiving person as a result of mommy as well. I am. I think you are. Aren't you? Yeah. You don't hold grudges. If you get into a fight with a friend, you make up eventually, right? Yeah. I mean, 
when I used to get in fights with my friend, um, we would pretty much like have it in the morning and then make up in the afternoon. Um, only this one fight did we actually stay away from each other for an entire week, but eventually it got over and now we're we haven't had a fight in a few months. Yeah, so I mean, if friends fight all the time, it's the ability to forgive and forget that that makes those bonds of friendship stronger. Yep. She always put your happiness before hers. Yep. You agree with that? I definitely agree with that. I would too. There, there were many times that mommy missed out on things for herself so that you could experience things or have treats or <clears throat> get certain gifts and stuff like that. Or be able to be healed if I was ever sick. Right. Right. You've gotten mommy sick many a times as she cared for you. Yeah, and to help me with my orthodontist appointments and support exactly, me with yeah. dur- while going through this period of my life. Yep, helping you with your bands and all that stuff. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Oh, let's see. That brings us to 39. No. Where does that bring us to? 43. 43. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Missed my space there. She was always so excited every time you gave her a present, even the questionable homemade gifts back in elementary school. Yep. And there were many of those, and, you know, when we were cleaning out the bedroom to move the studio in here, she came across a number of those, and she saved them. She didn't toss them. Seriously? Seriously. I don't even know if I ever saw any of the ones she found. Yeah, there were some of the cards. You know, we talked about the cards already that you had made for her. Uh, and there were various gifts that you made for her that she absolutely loves. Like, even the ones... When you used to go to the Build and Learns at Home Depot, we still have the one Mother's Day plant holder sitting downstairs on the kitchen sink. So, you know, and she, I know we have an entire folder of all other things I made. Yep. Yeah. And we also have a memory book of like where we where I write some of my things, and we have some artwork in there. That's true. So she always, always loves the game. I had a weird taste in art back then. It just makes you artistic, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Number 44, she is willing to open her house to any guests, family, friends, whoever. Um, and that's true. I mean, the fact that you had your, your sleepover kind of is um testament to that, right? Yeah, I mean, she was more open than you, kind of. Well, because I'm... Rather antisocial. I don't socially and awkward. Not socially and awkward. I just don't, don't take talk. the time to bother with people. Really. I mean, now that I have friends who are pretty much all my neighbors, you're slightly social. Yes, slightly antisocial, but you're closer. I'm getting better. You're getting better. Yes. I'm getting better. Uh, let's see. Forty-five. She always has a knack for getting that one stubborn stain out of whatever article of clothing you accidentally spilled on. Yeah. Yeah, we have had a lot of those. Yeah, you tend to be a little bit messy. A little. A little. I'm being gracious. Thanks. Uh, forty-six. She has the sixth sense that only moms seem to have. 
Like? Like, when you, when she says, is everything okay, and you're like, yeah, and she knows everything's not okay. Hey, you have that sense, sort of, as well. No, I'm just annoying like that. Yeah. I just keep asking over and over. Um, or... Like if there's something that she thinks you might want to do or a toy that she thinks you might want, even though you didn't ask for it, or special food that you might want. She's pretty good at that. Yeah, true point. Uh, 47, she made sure to always hold your hand at the doctor's office. I can definitely <clears throat> say that because I hate having to take those shots. And even now, even though I still hate them, she always holds my hands and makes sure I can have my head in a... On her chest. Yeah. So. Well, I remember the one time that you went in to get the dental work done. Uh, and it was dental surgery, and they had to put you under and with anesthesia and take you in the back and do the operation. And I thought she was going to crawl the walls because she wasn't able to hold your hand during the whole thing. Yeah, and I remember, and I remember one moment before falling asleep that I was calling for you guys because after I woke up, Probably panic attack, I don't know. Probably, yeah. I mean, you weren't used to being away from us. Yeah. But uh, Mommy did not like not being with you then. Uh, let's see, 48 I think we're at, right? So yeah. she always knows your favorite meal and always seems to make it when you need it most. So like those days that you don't have a very good day, that's usually when the meals that are your favorite meals, your comfort foods, wind up on the dinner table. Yep. She's pretty good like that. That's she where that, is. that's another way where that sixth sense comes in. Yep. 49, she always knows when something is wrong and she's the best listener. Back to that sixth sense again. Yes, but I think I want to emphasize here the fact that she's a great listener. Yep. So if you have a problem, she will listen to it. Um, Unlike Daddy, where I I listen, but my first instinct, instinct is to try to solve the problem and provide solutions, because um, that's sort of in my nature. That's what I do. Yeah. When sometimes you really just need someone to talk to, someone to get it out, and someone to listen to you. You don't need an answer or anything. Yeah, and I'm much more comfortable talking to mommy than some therapist. Yes, I agree. And... The last one that we have here, number 50 in the list, her love makes you a better person. What do you think of that one? I agree. I, mean, I agree too. Like, some days I really just don't want to talk to anyone and I just feel like, well, latching, lashing out at someone. But knowing how she treats me and... How she taught me how to treat other people. I don't do that, even though I want to scream. And sometimes. And also, she lets me scream sometimes. Like, this one time when I had a really bad Monday, she just said, you can scream if you want to. And, of course, I screamed. Right. Well, and there are some times when you do lash out at other people when you can't control it. You may say something that you really don't mean, something that later on that you regret. But... The fact that you regret it and the fact that you then go and apologize for it makes up for that. And that sense of concern for other people's feelings is part of what mommy, I think, gives you that makes you a better person. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I'll be the first person to tell you that mommy makes me a better person. I have been, I've become a much better person since mommy and I have been together. And I continue to be a better, she makes me want to be a better person. And, you know, she leads by example. And uh, I think we're very fortunate to have her. So let's talk briefly about how we celebrate Mother's Day in in our house. Now, for the record, we don't have Mother's Day. We have Mother's Day weekend. Yep. And that starts on Friday, and that runs through until Sunday. So pretty much how all our holidays run. We usually, have multiple yeah. days to celebrate it. So mommy gets the full three days filled with you know presents or whatever else that we do. So on Mother's Day itself, what's the first thing that we do? Or you do, I should say, because I'm not up yet. Well, occasionally, if there's available food, um, I would make Mommy breakfast in bed. And what do you typically make? You say if there's available food, like, you know, like we're scrounging for scraps here or something like that. I mean, that. when I was younger, of course, I didn't actually think about, right. about it too much. I would, like, give Mommy, like... So let's, all, like, let's qualify that. Available food is food that's readily available to a child. Not, you know, you're not cracking the eggs and throwing the bacon on the frying pan and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm so not allowed to do that. Right. So we're talking food that you can find on the counter or in the, the stuff that doesn't need to be prepared, right? Well, some stuff needs to be prepared. Some stuff I, like, unwrap and, like... Right, so give us an example of what a typical breakfast in bed for mommy would be. Well, if I when, when I give her a breakfast in bed tomorrow, if I'm able to wake up before her, um, I would probably be I would probably give her like some cereal with milk, and if I can find something, a bit of fruit. Okay. Before I would always give her like a small thing of fruit. Um, a cliff ball that a cliff bar that she likes to eat, and some other random stuff that I, that was available to me. Maybe even a little bit of candy. So not exactly what the nutritional recommended breakfast would be, but certainly one made with love. Well, yeah. I mean, I definitely try my best. I mean, even as a kid, uh, well, even when I was younger, I definitely did try to um do my best and I, and I don't think mommy has ever had a reason to complain for what you've done because it was made with love yeah and i would always see her eat and sometimes she would even share with me right so the next thing that we do for mommy is presents now we don't do usually do the the traditional flowers presents or candy yep um we usually do something fun or creative. Um, a lot of times it's stuff that we've bought at Disney because usually the month before we're, we're in Disney a lot. Yep. Um, what do you typically do for Mommy for presents? Well, sometimes I would go out to Five Below and find some stuff I think she would be interested in and then give it to her. And um, if I wasn't able to do that, when I would, since I go since I'm in aftercare, I would um, give her 
something that I would make, and this year um, was no different than that. Okay. Uh, then what we also do is the movie, or the movie. Uh, and what do we do? You describe for everyone out there what the movie is. Well, this is a little thing that we do. Well, you started. Ever since I was born and Mommy became a mother, we've had... Funny how that works out, huh? Yeah, funny. You have put together um, a small video um, detailing some pictures and short videos of what happened during that year of being a mother. And ever since I was actually able to talk and understand words and stuff, I've always had um, a little background message at the end saying how much I love her. And um, through the years, it's gotten more professional, I can definitely say. Um, And... You always add background music, and sometimes some of the pictures are related to the words or lyrics in the song. Right. And um, ever since I was born, we always have one video each year, and um, we always show the videos in order that you made them from the first to the last. And, well, it's an emotional moment, but also... A caring moment. Yes, and the <clears throat> the the video each year is a uh, just a video collage of movies and pictures from from the course of the year, and the the purpose of the movie is really so that we can go back and look at how you've changed over the years, and each year before we premiere the you know the new movie of the year, we go back and watch each of them. So it's kind of neat that we can go back. We've got about. 63 minutes of footage now in these movies, course of 12 movies. And we can go back in the course of that hour or so and see you grow up over 12 years. That's a a pretty neat thing. Yeah. So what else do we do? We do a fun day for Mommy. And what does our fun day typically consist of? Well, normally we would go to Darren Buster's for lunch. But we can also do other fun things after lunch, like going to the shore or going to cool, fun destinations that would be appealing to Mommy. Right. And sometimes what we do is dinner. <clears throat> now, we don't usually, we as we mentioned earlier, we don't usually do that on Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, Usually we'll observe that the week before or the week after just so we can try to avoid the crowds. Yep. So what we will do is we will include this year's short three-minute video. We'll include it uh, at the end of the podcast so you can actually see what this year's video looks like. And uh, hopefully everyone can enjoy that. And uh, I think that was all that we had for our tribute. So we'll get into our closing remarks and our shout-outs. So, Madison, I turn it over to you for closing remarks and shout-outs. Alrighty. So, for anyone who is a mother, of course I would like to say Happy Mother's Day to you, even though this probably won't come out on Mother's Day. 
But I do want to say that I hope that you and your family are able to celebrate this momentous day of celebrating how you've helped your family during the course of their lives. I also hope for any non-mothers out there that you definitely celebrate any mothers in your family and um, definitely try to show a bunch of care because you might not realize it at the time, but they've done a lot in your life. And if you've looked at all of our um, discussions on why Mother's Day is celebrated, you'll probably also be able to relate just like me. And I hope that you will be able to celebrate your mothers as best as you can. Awesome. That is an awesome message. Who are we giving shout-outs to today? Well, I want to give shout-outs to my two grandmothers I was able to know. One of them being your mother, who was my mom, I called, and um, Grammy, which was mommy's mother. Unfortunately, both of them are sadly had have sadly passed away, but we still honor them. We always, I remember on Mother's Day, we would get flowers and go to Mom's grave, mm-hmm. place them down. I would always help clean off um, the gravestone. You would always spend a couple extra moments there. And it's just another tradition we forgot to mention, but but we do have that tradition. Unfortunately, Grammy's grave is too far away, but whenever we go down to um, my Jima's house for Thanksgiving, we do go down and see my grandmother and my grandfather's grave, play stones, and um, we always think of them, and Mommy, of course, spends extra moments with them. Yep, so we get up there usually during the holidays or if we're up in the area for any particular reason, and uh, we, we pay our respects there. We pay our respects at my parents' grave. Um, but I think it's important that the shout-out itself goes out to all our motherly figures, mm-hmm. to the mothers who we celebrate with today, yep, and to the mothers who aren't with us anymore. We still celebrate in their memory. I agree. Anything else? Not really. Just that I hope everyone has a happy Mother's Day and... Make sure to honor your mothers because you never know when they will come that they'll eventually leave this earth. Yeah, and you got to take care of your moms. Mom's always there for you. You got to take care of her. She's a special woman. You know, I had, uh, you know, my mom and I would have differences from time to time, but, you know, mom's always looking out for your best interests. So you got to make sure you take care of her. And uh, this is this is not the time, you know, Mother's Day is not the time to take care of mom. Mother's Day is the time to honor mom. You should be taking care of mom all year long. Yep. Um, mothers are very special people, and we need to make sure that they're taken care of. Yep. All right, that is it for this week. Thank you, Madison, for your time. Thank you for having me, as always. This was a marathon podcast this week. Uh, but uh, stick around after the credits and you can see this year's uh, Mother's Day video that we've done. 
And uh, happy Mother's Day to everyone out there, all of our moms. And we'll catch everybody next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hi, Mommy. I hope you enjoyed this year's Mother's Day video. As always, I'd love to tell you how great you are. Thank you for helping me through one of the most difficult years of my life. 
With all the changes I've been going through, you have acted as an amazing guide to me. You have helped me through all the difficulties and problems I have faced during this year. Without you, I wouldn't have someone to talk to who can relate their problems so closely to my own. Thank you, I love you, and happy Mother's Day.